Welcome once again to AZPM News Daily, a recap of all the day's news from the AZPM Newsroom. I'm Steve Jess. Coming up today, a busy Arizona border crossing finally reopens. The state's capital was among those affected by a nationwide wave of bomb threats. And it's time once again to bring out your grease. Topping today's news, the Lukeville Port of Entry opened early Thursday morning in southern Arizona. It's a busy thoroughfare for travelers coming both north and south that was closed early last month amid an increase in migrants and asylum seekers arriving nearby. Elisa Resnick has the story. Lukeville serves thousands of Arizona tourists headed to Rocky Point and Sonoran visitors headed north. Pima County Supervisor Adelita Grijalva says she welcomes the reopening, but she says without more action from Washington on immigration reform, these issues will persist. There's going to be a lot of dragging of feet, and unfortunately, I think Lukeville and, you know, counties like Pima are going to be the victims. Grijalva says families have been separated, like one Ajo resident who couldn't visit his six-year-old son just across the border in Sonoita. Meanwhile, locals on both sides have been feeling the economic impacts. Chris Villarreal lives in Sonoita and commutes to work at a gas station about 30 miles up the road in Y, Arizona. He couldn't come for a month. In my opinion, I think they shouldn't have never closed the border. You know, because this is something that's always going to happen, you know, with all the people crossing and all that. They should, it should have just stayed open. Hundreds of asylum seekers and migrants were sometimes waiting days in the desert for processing. Border Patrol agents are still processing large numbers of people at various points of the border now. Alisa Resnick, Tucson. Multiple bomb threats were made at the Arizona State Capitol on Wednesday morning, but the Department of Public Safety says the threats were not credible. State capitals in at least nine other states were evacuated due to similar bomb threats on Wednesday. A spokesperson for DPS says an investigation at the Arizona State Capitol found no items of concern and no one was evacuated. Most lawmakers won't return to the Capitol until the new legislative session begins on Monday, but there were multiple legislative hearings held in the morning. The city of Tucson wants to attract a more diverse police force through a new marketing strategy. Katya Mendoza has more. Across the country, public safety departments are struggling to attract new recruits. Part of that problem is the negative perceptions young people have towards public safety departments. The city of Tucson hopes its newly launched public safety campaign will help them meet the challenge. The effort uses community interviews and public safety reform researchers in hopes of drawing in prospective candidates. The public safety team wants to hire those who live and work in the Tucson metropolitan area. I'm Katia Mendoza. AZPM News. Democratic Governor Katie Hobbs acknowledges that her proposal to reform Arizona's school voucher program is unlikely to gain traction with Republicans at the state capitol, but that won't stop the governor from making the pitch to lawmakers and voters. Hobbs introduced a plan on Tuesday that includes measures designed to ensure taxpayer dollars are being spent appropriately. It would also require teachers at private schools that receive voucher dollars to pass a fingerprint background check and meet minimum education standards. And the governor's calling on the Department of Education to publish graduation and absenteeism rates for those schools. Republicans quickly came out in opposition to the proposal, with House Speaker Ben Toma telling the Arizona Republic the plan was unserious. Because Republicans hold most of the seats in both the Arizona House and Senate, they can block Hobbs' proposed legislation. 
Arizona didn't see much of a spike in gas prices over the holidays. Drivers in Pima County are paying about $3.20 for a gallon of regular right now. That's about 10 cents above the national average, according to AAA. AAA Arizona spokesman Julian Parides says part of the difference might be Arizona has more demand for gas. With more people driving here than in the rest of the country, he says prices will rise. Parides expects prices to remain steady for the near future in Arizona, with significant price increases possible by February or March. Pima County will hold its 19th annual grease drive on Saturday to collect grease from kitchens and deep fryers. The recycled grease will be used to create biodiesel, the only EPA-approved biofuel replacement for regular diesel. Duncan Moon has more. Recycling cooking grease keeps it from ending up in sewers and landfills, and biodiesel burns 80% more cleanly than regular diesel. Nationally, biodiesel production has reached 1.5 billion gallons annually, and since it started almost 20 years ago, the Pima County Grease Drive has recycled more than 90,000 pounds of grease, nearly two tanker trucks full. To participate, Pima County residents can bring their used grease in sealed plastic containers to one of six drop-off locations. O'Reilly Chevrolet on East Broadway, the Kino Sports Complex, three of the Pima County Community College locations, the Desert Vista Northwest and West campuses, and at Sarita Town Hall Complex. I'm Duncan Moon, AZPM News. Snow plows were at work early this morning to clear roads throughout northern Arizona after the season's first snow last night. From the Fronteras desk in Flagstaff, Michel Marisco reports. The snow started falling just about 5 o'clock Wednesday. By 9.30, Interstate 40 closed between Kingman and Flagstaff after weather-related crashes and slide-offs. It reopened again just before midnight, kicking off a new snow season for northern Arizona. Flagstaff received just a couple of inches, which did not impact school start times. A second, stronger snowstorm, however, is anticipated for Sunday. That snow will reach 4,000 feet in the northern part of the state. And meteorologists are already warning of hazardous driving conditions all that day. In Flagstaff, I'm Michel Marisco. Scientists studying Arizona's woodlands are looking into how trees in the Sky Islands will react to the speed of climate change. Tony Perkins has that story. University of Arizona forestry expert Don Falk notes various species of trees move to better locations to ensure their survival. He says that's likely to happen when climate change affects the Sky Islands in southern Arizona. It's a very hard question to get our heads around, both from a point of science and the point of view of values for maintaining biological diversity. Falk studies younger trees as well as older ones to predict the future for Arizona's forests. He says some tree populations are already dying in warmer regions because seedlings are unable to establish themselves in their usual locations. I'm Tony Perkins, AZPM News. You can hear more on this week's Arizona Science, available on the AZPM website, news.azpm.org. And that should catch you up on everything we've covered today at Arizona Public Media. Thanks for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the AZPM News Daily wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Steve Jess. We'll be back tomorrow.